Kate and we're recording. Hey good people, welcome back. This is Ashley. I'm Rashina. Welcome back to Jesus Business and Culture. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? And I just want to be clear. Oh, that's a throwback. Shout out, shout out to DB for making that happen. Okay. Um, I just want to be clear. We're not going to talk about the last dance until it's over. So for everyone who is texting, sending Instagram messages, we are going to talk about the last dance. Yeah, we may have our own 10-part series. Correct. It's so good. But I just wanted you guys to know that. So those of you who are listening who have asked us, we are going to talk about The Last Dance, just not until it's all over. So maybe next episode, maybe the following one, but like not this one. Right. So don't get your hopes up. Don't turn us off, though. Listen, this one's still going to be good. Keep listening. Keep listening. Um, Tune in. We appreciate you. Yes. Super grateful. Just be sure to like, share, and comment. Sheena, on all our stuff our marketing director hey man you know i'm trying to get a i'm trying to get our uh numbers up you know what i'm saying we may be you know the next big podcast you don't know i don't i'm here for it that's just not my strength <laughs> i'm just here to talk in the i'm lane. here so i don't get fined um let's do what we always do and talk about our worship songs of the week oh man i'm not ready i'm not ready what you mean you don't know what it is i do know what it is but i wasn't ready do you need me to go first yes okay mine is a throwback oh both of these are throwbacks right uh this one is not as a throw not not i mean and throwback is a little bit relative it's not like from 1990 but like it's not from in the last year i'll say that yeah um, so mine is super random, but Sheena happened to find some sheet music in a journal or a notebook that she had the other day. And it was Israel Houghton's um, More Than Enough. Um, I know Israel hasn't made a lot of new stuff in the last little, little bit, but that song really, really jams. And it's just like um, living in the overflow, expecting a miracle. And I think even in this pandemic time, I know for myself for my group of friends for my church like we're really believing for this pandemic to launch us into something incredible so it's just been like on my heart and i like been singing it through the house and i keep saying like why is that song in my head why is that song in my head but it's so good but because i got you yes which is always the case she always sings a song and then it's in my head for two days but it's been so fun to re-sing that song that we haven't I, I haven't heard in a, forever, but it's called More Than Enough, Israel, and probably New Breed, Way Back in the Gap. Yeah, it was on the Jesus, Jesus at, the at the Center. Jesus at the Center, which was like... Jesus at the center of it all. You guys didn't think we were going to get through an episode without Sheena <laughs> singing a song, right? You know what? I'm going to get through one episode no without shot. singing. A hundred percent, no shot. Next episode. I, I guarantee you I'm going to bait you into singing a song. Okay, what's... The, we can we can talk about the wage. I'm happy to talk about the wage. Yeah. So that's my worship song of the week. Throwback a little bit, but good jam. I don't think it's probably on our playlist, but we'll share it. We'll just push it out so you guys can. And by we, I mean Sheena again, because it's, I just like to talk it, into the mic. It will be added to the playlist. Oh, see, Sheena's so All good. All songs get added to I the just playlist. I'm just making sure, friend. I the didn't know. The playlist is on Apple Music and Spotify. Share your worship song of the week that will be added to the playlist on Apple <sighs> Music and Spotify. My song... I, because I sing on our worship team, I'm always listening to music. So like I'll go down a rabbit hole of Christian music, trying to find new music, new sounds, new artists and things like that. And I came across this song called Holy Ground by Passion. And listen, I'm just going to skip right to the bridge because that's what everybody loves. And um, 
it's basically talking about like show us your glory and surrendering and uh in wonder and surrender we fall down um and uh saying like let every heart uh let every burning heart be holy ground and and the the bridge which man we we destroy this uh on uh whenever we sing it and we go into build my life Ooh, i think we just did this last sunday five didn't we not even fire five um but it says chains fall fear bow here now jesus you change everything uh lives healed hope found here now jesus you change everything and man like singing that and just like just making a declaration of your uh over your life like chains you you gonna fall fear you you're gonna bow here right now jesus you change everything and it's just i mean it's repetitive i've here here i am talking about re, uh, repetitiveness is that a word yes repetitiveness i just feel like that's like repetitive to say repetitiveness anyway but anyway that song is bomb i know i'm being so random right now it's 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 been a long day but that song is amazing i love it i do love I'll, that song. i'll add it to our playlist uh, yeah it, it it should be added to our playlist as always it will be added to our playlist. Who knew? Do you follow our playlist? I do. I just I just was looking at it. Honestly, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Let me finish. Now that I'm thinking about it, I was wondering why John P. Somebody was added. I might have made that up. You added something. John P. Key? Yep. Him. I was like, why is this song on here? Like, this is such an old song. Like, I wonder why she did this. But then I remember that that was your song. Nope. Why is it on there then? you're you're talking about my worship playlist oh maybe i don't (laughs) (laughs) there is a jesus business and culture playlist that includes all of our worship songs that we have had since episode one i feel very scolded um so um what what are we talking about i'm angry right now i I don't be angry i'm about to add it right now i'm angry you guys wow she's really adding it hey you guys let's talk about what we're going to talk about talk about friendships let's talk about communication are we team she are you team sheen are you team ashley everybody's gonna be team sheen in this like the fact that i'm not following our playlist is embarrassing so i know and then you expect other people to follow. i'm doing it i'm doing it don't do it now okay we gotta do we gotta record i'm ready let's go what are we talking about you tell me what we're talking about we're talking about friendship and i don't know we might have to talk about our own friendship as we walk into this but um it has been if now we are going to talk about insecure because everybody is all abuzz about Issa and Molly's friendship. So if you have not watched Insecure, if you're not caught up and planning to get caught up, spoiler alerts are ahead. This Insecure is, your is on HBO, by the way, if you are not familiar with it. Correct. If you're not familiar with it, it's this great show Issa Rae created. Um, it's in his third season, I think. Fourth, Fourth season? Man, I don't know. Can't keep it. Because she took know. a whole year off and that threw, I yeah, think that threw, threw everybody it. off. I, think, I don't know. So she's in uh, so one of those three seasons. or four um, from a season perspective. And we've loved watching Molly and Issa's friendship. They're best friends. They've been through thick and thin. But this season started off and threw us all off guard where it's like Man. this scene where Issa says, I'm not fooling with Molly anymore. She you know, Issa has got a bit of a mouth, so she does not say fooling. But you get my point. This is Jesus business and culture. I can't quote that line verbatim facts so it takes until this fifth episode which is what just aired this past sunday that we kind of get like an understanding of why Issa made that statement in the Mm -hmm. first episode which was a flash forward essentially yeah so 
starts off, you know, the season starts off fine. Molly and Issa are like killing it as besties. They're doing self-care Sundays and doing yoga and like really spending time together. Yep. And then there's just like little things that happen along the way. There's like a missed phone call here or a canceled plan. Um, like, a, I don't even want to say like a slight jab. Like they're kind of taking some pretty harsh jabs at each other Some but passive aggressive passive aggressiveness is a yeah. good way and you know because they're such banters like yeah. you can kind of get like oh well that's how they are like in their friendship yeah. but like there's just a different tone in the it tone that was in like, a, the tone was totally different yes these, so a thousand yeah. percent so like, Issa like, for the Ooh. first time is like really focused on this block party and really trying to make it happen and Issa historically is like kind of the screw up. She quits her job. She cheats on her boyfriend. She can't pay her rent. Like all the things. Yeah. And Molly has always been like the steadfast career driven lawyer. Lawyer has her stuff together friend. And that's kind of been their dynamic. And so this season has changed a bit. Molly's in this new firm. She's kind of trying to find her footing. Issa's really trying to put this block party together. And their dynamic is just off. Yeah. Um, And it all kind of comes to a head the night of the block party when they just blow up molly gets in Issa's face they both say some things they definitely cannot take back back. and it really just like started with a bunch of small things Mm -hmm. that grew into bigger things so like everybody right now is like are you team Issa and are you team molly so sheena yep Issa or molly whose side whose side you on (sighs) yo i'm i'm team Issa. i am team Issa. you know we need more well so Yes, there have there has been what what I do. If you guys do not know Thelma Jean, which is Sheena's incredible grandmother, you sounded just like her when you said well, well just now. Okay, keep going. Well, I am Team Issa because Issa has finally found her footing as far as not being the screw up. She's focused. She has gotten rid of like her bays and side things, whatever. And she is so focused. And I think the, I don't want to give away everything, but like Molly is not used to Issa being focused. Yes, Mm -hmm. they have all said some, they have both said some like jacked up things, but Issa is now in a different place and she is growing and she's getting things done without Molly. Um, kind of coming to her rescue and and bouncing things off of her and things like that and so she's just kind of thriving on her own she's really all by herself and I think the last the the end of the the episode five when she's just like standing at the end of the block party in the rain by herself and then Molly is cuddled up with with Asian Bay Andrew like it just shows like where where they are like Issa is by herself like even trying to put together the block party like she didn't really have anybody to call on like she was calling DMing people by herself and it's just like she's finally finding her footing in things that she wants to do and yes she said some horrible things but I don't think Molly is used to Issa being in this position of um she she doesn't have her hand out to be helped up and I don't think Molly can take it Okay. I, I mean, I like that take. So firmly two feet in Team Issa. Y- yes. Okay. Yes. Firmly two feet in. I am Team Issa. Understanding that they both have done some jacked up Yeah, things. good clarification. Because I think I'm definitely Team Issa as well. Um, 
I think that Issa did what she needed to do in order to make this block party happen. Like we've all been in, at some point in our lives. If you have a job or have a passion project or are raising a family, whatever the case may be, we're like, you're in a season of your life where like you have to be a hundred percent focused and you don't really have time to do the things you maybe used to do in the past and brunches and getting together, whatever the case may be. Like I know for me, like, there were times at the magic that I would be like, oh, um, I, I can't like I know that like it sh- I should do this and I can't. But I would run myself ragged trying to do too many things. So I I think I'm team Issa as well. But I, I think the main thing that like I want to get to and maybe we're going to talk about is like how they're both at fault. Yeah, Cause I think it, like it's like it's nobody's keeping score. But like Molly has more like jacked up things done points. <laughs> than Issa for sure like yeah Molly said some things that I was like oh sis you're not gonna be able to take that back like that's gonna be bad in the long run or mm-hmm. you're kind of overreacting about that so that's I'm team Issa two feet in but to your point like th- I feel like their solutions could have been resolved with some like simple things yeah I you know and I, as we were talking about or thinking about this I was thinking of like has this tension been there this entire time? And I don't think that it really started to come to a head until Issa started with this block party and she started to become so focused. And then Canela came in. I'm you guys. <laughs> Canola oil. <laughs> Condola. I know her name. I just Canella. need you to know her name. I'm gonna call Condola. Condola. Canela. She was jealous of that. Like she was like, don't you think you you shouldn't be hanging with her? Da, 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 and you know all of that stuff. And and the thing is, is that when she found out that can, if people who aren't familiar, Canel, Condola. Her name is Condola. <laughs> now I'm gonna call her Condola. <laughs> Condola was helping her with the block party, but Condola was dating Issa's ex, who is Lawrence. And but Issa didn't know. Issa did not know until like they were kind of knee deep into it. I mean, waist deep, Way honestly. Deep. Okay, like they, I just mean like they were yeah, really they far were, into they this. Were, thing. They were they were really far into it, and so and so when she found out that she was dating Lawrence, she called Molly first. Molly did not answer. Molly big leader. Yeah, she like big you leader. do when you're in. A- she was like she's sitting up. She was. I remember she was in her office. No, nobody was around or anything, and she just looked at it and just like, no, nah, I'm not gonna answer that. Yeah, like, so, I don't want to deal with that today because East is gonna yeah. have some drama and some r- ridiculousness. Yeah, so she didn't answer it. She didn't, and so um, I think that she had a huge problem with that because she found out that Condola. I'm struggling now. Proud of you. Good job, Condola. And Lawrence were dating from, from Tiffany's Tiffany, messy self. Tiffany, which I don't think she was trying to be messy. She's never in trying it, to be but messy. She always, I feel like Tiffany a, and she's is, messy is just like the messy friend. Like, oh, you don't, didn't Tiffany, know? don't start that messy stuff. Yes, that's yeah, Tiffany. Anyways. That's Tiffany. But yeah, so and then so like this was her first. This was Issa's like first like little like come out to like, hey, we're going to have a block party. This is and she invited sponsors and all this kind of stuff. And then Molly like straight up just just kind of jabbed her and was like um you know your life don't have to be messy right sometimes I think you like that and I was like not even knowing that like she didn't know and she tried to tell her yeah and she tried to tell her so 
Yeah. But I, I think I think to your point, though, like the big thing about Molly and Issa's friendship and friendship in general comes down to the fact that like they were having an inability to communicate. Right. Like, hey, I just called you. Like, I just found out that Condola's dating Lawrence. Like, oh, my, like that really jacked me up or I don't know how to proceed. Mm-hmm. Right. But instead, she just was like, oh, Molly's busy and moved on. Right? right and and you know then there was like the canceled pie for thanksgiving instead of being like hey this is what happened for thanksgiving can we reschedule how's tomorrow for breakfast work nobody said anything and that like in any relationship that like silence the unspoken mm-hmm. you can make up whatever you want in that right right wrong or indifferent right well okay well just do you okay well i am gonna do me yeah, and it becomes this thing and yeah. you're like because her her response to her saying she can't come over for thanksgiving pie was like you do you girl and she had been just been encouraged by her brother who is might be my favorite character on the show after kelly yeah um was like you need to just be i'm just trying to focus on doing me like you know this whole thing so like Issa was kind of in that like in her feelings a bit like i am gonna do me like it kind of pushed her to cancel on molly Mm -hmm. but instead of saying like i i just don't feel like it can i hey grab me a piece of pie and let's, i'll come over let's, for breakfast let's in the come, morning you know we'll talk but but i think that but uh, they had just had a kind of spat they they had an argument remember the day of um in the grocery store right and that's when they realized that their friendship was they acknowledged that their friendship was not in the right spot so neither one of them at that time i don't think was ready to talk about but they made a plan to talk yeah no not they yeah. yeah they definitely no no, no i was saying like mm, yeah like like uh, so yeah, they again did. it comes back to like communication like i just think that like if either of them had said like and really said hey now, this means a lot to me like i really think we need to find time to sit down and do this like tonight's not the night tonight's not the night but like let's do it like they just never communicated it was all these like little things that yeah, like, let's get together right yeah, let's get together yeah we should hang out we should talk about and like one of the major blowouts which ends up being like the massive blowout is when like Issa asked Molly to ask her boyfriend, Asian Bay, whose name is Andrew. Andrew. I don't know why I cannot think of that dude's name. Um, to help with the block party. Like her big artist had fallen out. Mm-hmm. He works at Live Nation, which really tickles me because that's a real company. But And Molly said no. Like straight up yeah, said, she- like, I don't want you in my personal life and in my romantic life i don't feel comfortable asking him no. Yeah. But what she meant was, I don't want you to ask Andrew at all don't at, involve him at, at all. all but that's not what she said that's not what she had said that's not what she said she said that i don't want to complicate and messy up be me- mess up my my relationship right it means a lot to me and i don't want to be messing it up and that's fair because it's early on in your relationship and Issa already thinks that you're gonna jack it up anyway because you've been all of her conversations with Issa has been like well, he did this and he did that, which is something that, you know, I think I've learned that you can't tell all your friends all of your relationship business. Yeah, because I would, I just don't like him. Yeah, they don't like you. And then you come around, you're like, ugh, whatever. And he might have just like fixed all that stuff. But right. like all I know is the, the raggediness of right, him. Right, the raggediness of him. And so um, so she doesn't go through, come, come to find out, she doesn't go through Issa. I mean, go through Molly. She goes through her. A uh, friend, Nathan, who is the reason why Asian Bay and Molly are together, and is also Asian Bay's roommate, and Asian Bay's roommate, and so he does a favor. He asks Andrew. Andrew brings 
was who who was it? I don't know those I don't people. Know. I don't he brings know. the artist. That's a moot point. I don't know. He brings the artist out. That what's so funny is I think he's a real artist. I don't think it matters. It doesn't. But I would. It's my brain. <laughs> it's my brain. Okay. Okay. I'm expressing this to you. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I just. Um. So she asks Nathan. Nathan does it, and Asian Bay comes through. And nobody tells anybody anything. Nope. Vet goes off without a hitch. Right. And at the very end of the episode, Andrew runs into a coworker and he's like, hey, thanks for your help tonight. This was really great. And Molly loses it. Like I told her and he he says, Andrew says, I didn't think you would have a problem with me helping your best friend. Like, I don't know what I did wrong. Yeah. She confronts Issa. They say a whole bunch of things they can't take back. And that's it so now we're left until next sunday to figure out who's gonna reach out to who are they gonna be friends are they not gonna be friends but at the end of the day like it really came down to community i don't think Issa did anything wrong asking nathan like they're a group of friends like as much as molly has like state claim into andrew that's her guy i'm here for that but like you only know andrew because of nathan and just because of Issa. correct and so like and I actually had this conversation with a friend. I think you heard me on FaceTime where I was like, there have been plenty of times in my life and specifically in my career where people have been like, oh, you know, so-and-so who works here. Can you put me on? And I'd be like, uh, I don't really know him like that. I don't really feel comfortable to have that conversation. But like, if you reach out to him yourself, like you're welcome to do that. Right. Because you can't, sometimes you can't, like sometimes you're in a position where you're like, I actually, yeah. I don't know him that well. Or right. You are, or, or I know you. I, you have been kind of a screw up, and right. I don't really feel which comfortable. Which maybe that's why Molly, which is totally fine. She had the right to do that, but then Issa right. has the right to create her own success, right? And and I'm not mad at, at Issa because she did not go directly to Andrew. Correct. If she would have went directly to Andrew, I would have probably been like, okay, Molly has a point. Correct. Because you have no relationship with Andrew. Correct. But Nathan does. And, and so Nathan she, wanted to help you. Yep. And Nathan helped her and she pulled off this successful block party. And it was just like, I, I saw her and I know this is all scripted and stuff, but this is stuff that happens in real life. Um, I saw when, when they showed like her and Andrew, like kind of like watching, sitting and watching the block party. And it was like this like amazing success. She was just like looking like, wow, like she did it. Not in like a congratulatory way, but like in a like, Oh, like, oh, she did it. Like, like, yeah, like, not even really happy for her. Right. Like, more like, I can't believe she pulled this off because she's typically so right. Friendly. And I mean, I think she got around to happiness because they got the wobble and all that kind of stuff. But next time we're having an argument, I'm playing the wobble and seeing if that works. It's not going to work. <laughs> I don't even like the wobble. I can't dance. So it's kind of a moot point. But so no to the wobble? No to the wobble. All right. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, I think that that neither of them expressed their expectations, right? Like Molly is used to Issa just running behind her and struggling. And she's really enjoyed that like savior level friendship. Right. And Molly or Issa, excuse me, was like really focused for the first time. And she didn't really communicate that like, hey, I have a real thing I'm working on because she's always had these like kind of like not jobs she was passionate about or didn't require that much of her. And so she was taught, Oh, you need to get together or you have free. She was always available. And I think neither of them really expressed what they needed in this time. And in this, I hate to say this like season of their lives, but whenever you don't express your expectations, like they're, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. And I think that 
people need to do that in friendship in particular. Like I think we are better at it in other relationships. You want to raise it your job, you are clear to express it. You want your husband to take the trash out before he has to chase the garbage man down because he's too late. Like you kind of just have that conversation. Mm-hmm. I know that's small examples, but like you express that and at least you know what you know what to get. And when you don't express expectations, you're bound to be disappointed. Yeah. Communicate what you want and be clear about it. But I think we don't do that in friendship. Yeah. I think uh, in friendships, like it, growing up, there's such a, a major focus on like marriage and finding your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your your wife that they don't people don't and parents. Maybe they're getting, a bit, getting better at it. But like growing up for me, like you didn't express or hear like you need to cultivate friendships. First of all, I don't know who grew up in that house, but yeah, not us. Yeah, not us. Not look at us. Not us. <laughs> not I. Not, not a me. game. Not a game. Talk about practice. Talk about practice. But no, like friendships are so important. And the thing is, is that like the baseline of of even romantic relationships is friendship. And like if you don't know how to be a friend, then it's going to be hard for you to be a good mate um, to your partner. And so um, I think that we need to do a better job of um, expressing the importance of having friendships. Because like, even when you get into uh, situations with, with boyfriends and girlfriends, it's like all your time is consumed by your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And you, you, you don't have any friends. If one, if one person has a group of friends and one person doesn't like it can become problematic. Yeah. And I think we're taught and encouraged and, there's classes on cultivating and growing in a relationship that don't get translated into friendships. So I think we spent like to your point, like I think we, we in society talk a lot about premarital counseling and marital counseling and love, love languages, yeah. which apparently are, are only about your spouse. But I think as time has evolved, people have gotten better about being like, how do we grow as friends if you want to have friendships? Like, listen, adult friendships are hard, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you got jobs and kids and finances and all the things that can be different in your lives. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just don't, I don't think that we ha- as a society have done a good job of what it looks like to grow in friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, we were talking about this earlier, but like I was saying how people are willing to grow in their marriages and fight for that relationship. But with pro, uh, platonic friendships, like it's like, oh, I've outgrown them and we're just going to throw them to the side. And to the side doesn't mean like throw them in the trash or anything, but it just may be like a, uh, Ashley was saying like it was, it's like a sweater that you, you're never going to wear again <laughs> that you have in your closet. And I mean, we're in Florida, so we're probably never going to wear sweaters maybe for like a week. But, <laughs> but it's the, it's like a friendship that like you say happy birthday to, you may check up on them. How's your mom every now and then, but it's nothing that you're just like growing with. It's just like there I'm, I'm friends with them for 50. I've been friends with them for 15, 20 years. So this is, this is it, you know? So, and I know you had some points on that one. Well, I think the challenge is, is, that when you do outgrow a friendship, there's no proper way to break up with a friend. 
and everybody will make fun of me for saying the word proper, but that's my word. Like when you decide that like, you know what, this relationship, we've, we're not going in the same direction. We don't want the same things. You sit down, you have a conversation and you break up. You want to leave a job. Um, if you do it the right way, you give two weeks notice, you express to your boss why you're leaving. Hopefully you leave on good terms. You know, you set some clear boundaries like, you know, don't do the future thing. Whereas like, man, I was wearing a mask today and thought about you. And, you know, I was wearing a mask in our whole relationship. Like you set clear boundaries like, no, I'm good, dude. You be over there. I'm gonna be over here. Don't call my mom. Don't worry about my grandma and them. Like right. we good. But in friendships, ghosting has been around forever. Right. So either you keep this friendship that you've had since you were 10 because you've been friends since you were 10 and there's no real reason why we're not friends anymore we're just we've been friends so she's my best friend or he's my best friend and i'm like he's not your boy like he hasn't shown up for you in 10 years and you wish each other happy birthday on facebook or Mm -hmm. instagram and but he's not your boy in the grand scheme of things she's not your best friend like and instead we just ghost people or like to your point like the example earlier is like you put in the sweater and like you get offended when somebody asks like why are you keeping this sweater like it doesn't fit it's ready like it's not in style like we keep them like Janko jeans like they're not coming back like move on like cds are not going to be a thing anymore like you you can get rid of those cds like right the same thing with friends right like it's okay that you guys aren't friends anymore like wish you well bless and release you like that's it yeah and so instead we either we ghost people or we keep them around forever because they're my friend, even though you guys don't have anything in common. You don't communicate well. They're not there for you in times of need. And the people who are really your friends are looking at you like, so what's what? Yeah, I, but I, I do think that we do. We have an issue evolving friendships. Um, they're like you are less likely to evolve in your friendships. Like, OK, so, yes, we've been friends for 10 years, but like. I like different things than you do. Are you willing to like those things or enjoy those things or, or <laughs> entertain me in enjoying those things um, when I want to do those things? You know, like it's, it's, you'll do that in your romantic relationship, but you are not willing to make that sacrifice in, in a platonic relationship. And I, and I don't know what that, what the reasoning is for it, probably because society puts more of a, um, uh emphasis emphasis on your romantic relationships and stuff but but i think that we are just less likely to evolve like just think if you had a simple conversation with someone that you met some some people yes let me let me go back yes there are friendships that you truly do outgrow and you just need to leave them behind but like (laughs) or just like set them free Bless bless and release bless and release um, but there are some friendships. It's just like you you're just not in the same space. You may continue to um, evolve and grow. But just like you've just kind of like it's just like this thing that's that's in between you and, and you don't talk about it. It's just like, hey, hey, hey. But it takes hey. work. <laughs> yeah. And I think people have to be willing to do that. Like I think f- for us, like we have some mutual friends who I mean, like are basically our sisters who have children and our friendship has even evolved as their children have aged. So neither Sheena and I are married yet. Neither of us have children, but our friends, some of our closest friends have kids and we've known them since their kids were four and a baby. Yeah. Right. And, um, I don't think she would mind me using this example. Like at some point 
when the kids were really little, like time together meant bath time and babysitting or I'm going to, I love my kids, but I got to get out of this house. Like, can we have dinner just us? Mm -hmm. And then it's evolved into, I just want to have girl time without my kids because they're old enough to stay home by themselves. Or I trust my husband is going to care for them well, even though, you know, no, all mamas trust their husbands, but they all like, you just don't do it the way I do it. It's not wrong. It's just, you just don't do it the way I do it. So, you know, they get to a certain age where it's like, oh, like the kids can stay home for two hours while we go out and have dinner and mm-hmm. watch a movie or just hang and do those things. But like we had to work at that. Right. It wasn't necessary. I mean, it wasn't hard, but it wasn't necessarily fluid. Right. And because we are definitely in in two different like areas of our lives. Yeah. And we do different things. And there's times where I'm like, oh, man, like your kids are beautiful. Like I can't wait for that season of my life. And she's like, girl, I want to go to Turks and Caicos. That looked fun. Yeah. But you're not. A- but she couldn't because like who's going to take care of these kids and they have basketball and tennis or whatever they do. I don't know, you know, all the things that kids have to do. So, but you know, that takes work Mm -hmm. and I'm grateful for the friends who I've been able to bless and release and wish well. Mm -hmm. And I'm also grateful for the friends who I'm like, I know that I don't have kids, but like, I don't want all of our time together to be babysitting your kids or right. I don't want all of, and, and I don't want you to feel excluded from the part of my life that doesn't involve kids. Like right. I would love for like, we've taken some bomb beach trips with our friends who have kids. Like mm-hmm. they've sacrificed weekends away from their families to spend time for my birthday or your birthday or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And that takes work and commitment right. and executing a plan and all those things that we really value with those specific friends. And, I think we have to learn how to do that as a society if we want to have friends. I think I like I crack up when I'm like I see some people that I know and they're like squad goals. And I'm like, "Ah." is it really squad goals? And I'm horrible because I'm such a lurker on Instagram and I like don't post anything which you guys know about me because top Top, nine. Top nine. Only nine. I'm trying to be better, though. I think I'm going to record a video tomorrow. Remind me to bring that up to you. Um, Wow. I know. I'm times are changing the podcast is over but like even in our friendship like we've been friends well over a decade <laughs> i no longer have to round up she loves to say that now because sheena and i's friendship evolved sheena didn't want to be friends with me nope she told me she didn't come to grad school to make friends correct she came to get her degree don't judge me and i don't want to be friends with you facts and i was like it's hurtful but um we're gonna be friends hey i communicated though very clear communication i just i i respectfully said i don't receive that um she didn't say that to me no i just made a i made a calculated plan <laughs> she did and sheena was the only one wealthy enough to have dvr Wasn't so wealthy. we were in the throes of early gray's anatomy and i was like hey so <sighs> we want to watch gray's or no anyways our friendship has evolved and i think it'll evolve even more as we both get married or you know you're planning to buy a house this year and you know things evolve but like we lived in different cities and we haven't always been, everyone's like, Oh, well you guys are such good friends. Cause you live together. I'm like, yeah, but we haven't always lived together. Right. And we're also not always in the same season of our life. I feel like, especially this year, our lives have transitioned in career mm-hmm. that like, I have this great job that I love, but it is not the same level of intensity mm-hmm. and craziness and game nights. That was the magic. Right. And you were working at a company that you made your own hours and had unlimited <laughs> free time. And I'm now you work, work at four. the top, one of the top fortune 500 companies in the world. And I'd be like, can you get off your computer though? Like, <laughs> and things are just really switched. So that's it's just like, only, that's just only been through during uh, quarantine. Nah, <laughs> let me express how I feel. No, that's not the case. Like you're just, your life is different now. And so it's like, we've had to figure that out. And I think that's important. Right. And if you value 
a relationship the same way you would value a romantic relationship or a professional relationship or a mentor relationship, you find time to cultivate it. I mean, mic drop. No, no mic drop. That's just that's it. That was good. That's it. That's it. I mean, I what what do you, what do you want me to say to that? Evolve your friendships, people. If you want to have real friends, if, if you, you don't, wanna, then just post don't, on the then gram fine. and yeah, just and call it a reels and all this kind of stuff. But like, nah, for real though, we need to do a better job as society though, uh, evolving in our friendships and relationships because all it's going to do is make us better partners in our romantic relationships. If you can't have re- like regular platonic relationships like it's going to be tough right and you're going to have to really work because you're not going to want to concede to things and sacrifice um things in in your um romantic relationships and you know i i don't know about it but i hear it's all about sacrifice (laughs) and um you got to start somewhere you have to and i think you know this is like super random but we wanted to shout out one of our friends who is an incredible friend. She's got like 10 best friends of which we are not one of, which we're okay with, but she is so good at cultivating relationships. Mm -hmm. She has got friendships since she was 14, 15 years old from sleepaway camp, Mm -hmm. who was like one of the maid of honors at her wedding. She said, I want my friends to come together for my bachelorette party. And 19 of us showed up to Cabo. Right. And she's just like the most incredible friend. And so, she brings people together. There was no beef. There was no drama. We still talk to those friends who were not friends before. Right. We, we just went on a trip with half, half of that of them. group. <laughs> like it's just saying she's an incredible friend. So we wanted to shout her out. I don't think she would mind us saying, Carlin, we are just love you and are so grateful for your friendship. She has her own podcast right. with um, her other best friend, uh, Stephanie, yep. and it's called Shams and Gossip. And if you love bravo tv real all housewives tmz all, uh, the all the gossip all the gossip they have you yeah. covered yeah. it's called shams and gossip comes out every week um and they're incredible carlin is we just love her and we met her around the same time we met each other right which is crazy how long we've been friends with her Thanks. happy hour plan for tomorrow but in speaking about somebody who just does such a good job of cultivating friendships and, and not evolving th- and evolving them over 15 plus years of friendship mm-hmm. she's got friends from high school and middle school and it didn't come at the sacrifice of her husband mm-hmm. and her then boyfriend and now husband and she also has a bomb career like right she's found a way to Side job call everything. everything event business like cultivate all the relationships and so we just wanted to make sure that we shouted her out. I didn't want to forget that. Carlin. Stephanie and Carlin are great. And they have a podcast called Shamps and Gossip. So yep. long story short, we're Team Issa. Yep, Team Issa. They both need therapy. Yep. You know, I'm a big proponent of that. They therapy. both need therapy. And evolve your friendships. Learn to talk. Yep, communicate. Hey, I, I, I love you, friend. Oh my gosh. I love, I love you, you too so much. <laughs> I am such a words of affirmation yeah. and Sheena could care less. And I, yeah, I don't do like the displays of affection. And no. All this. I don't do all that. No. And no she's PDA. definitely not like a, a, like, let's talk about our feelings. Like no. being home in this quarantine, I'm so ready to like have a full conversation in the morning. And I've never realized how much Sheena enjoys getting out of the house and going to work. That doesn't involve talking to me at length in the morning. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, how did you sleep? How did you do? What do you want for breakfast? She's like, I just need like an hour without you asking me any questions. Even though I just had eight hours of <laughs> slumber. But you need eight. You need an awake hour without yeah, me do. asking you I questions. I do. I do. So, so as yeah. the oldest 
best first godson ever. That's it. That's it. Bye, y'all. Peace out.